Hey there, everybody. This is Zach, and you're listening to the Dino Developer Show. With your JavaScript or TypeScript skills, you can write server-side code in Dino, a fast and secure JavaScript and TypeScript runtime. On this show, I talk about going from a novice in server-side code and Dino to a productive and secure backend developer. So listen in as we demystify server-side programming and secure your confidence with Dino. All right, as promised this week, I'll be dedicating a full episode to the Oak framework. In episode one, we covered what is Dino. In episode five, we covered how to get up and running with Dino and even an example of how to do that with the Oak framework. Last episode, which was episode seven, getting the fireworks quicker, getting to fireworks quicker with frameworks, I went over some HTTP frameworks options uh, for you to choose from, one of which was Oak, the topic of today's episode. So if you need some information about Dino basics, I recommend you go back and listen to some of the past episodes and fill in some of those knowledge gaps because this episode builds on some of that knowledge. I'll be hitting on Oak and its influence and how it deals with routing. All right, nice. Let's get into some of the basics. Oak is an HTTP framework that does come with a router and works with Dino, Dino Deploy, and even later versions of Node, Node uh, 16.5 and later to be clear. However, even though you can use it in Node, it is designed with Dino in mind. And as mentioned in the docs, certain versions of Oak are tagged for specific versions of Dino, just so you're aware. If you are coming over from Node, it was inspired by the OCOA framework, which was actually inspired by Express. So even if you're coming over from Node and Express, then it won't be a huge learning curve, or at least I didn't think so personally. I thought Dino itself was more of the learning curve than the actual framework I was using to do projects. I do like Oak, honestly. Uh, It makes working with middleware and creating routes pretty easy. So how does it work? With Oak, creating an app is pretty easy. It takes away a lot of the boilerplate code you need to otherwise write with just Dino. All you do is import application into the main file and create a constant using new application. Okay. Lastly, you await and listen on the new application on a given port number of your choosing. And if you want to just do 8,000, that's cool. If you want to do 8080, go for it. That's only three lines of code in comparison to the multiple lines you've uh, had to write with just Dino. Simple, right? Okay. But you know, it does nothing at this point and it's not changing the world or improving anybody's lives in any way yet. So let's add in some middleware and routes. If you need a reminder from last week, 
Middleware are the functions that are, so to say, in between the request and response. They manipulate the request coming in, if need be, and the response going out. So, you know, the middle. (laughs) All right. So you're probably going to want to set up a router to direct or create some document in the DB or whatever. With Oak, it's simple. You'll want to do two things. First, create a router similar to how you did with new application. You would just import a router from Oak and then create, or excuse me, start creating a uh, Git or a post or whatever route in a separate file. Then the next part is important. You go to the main file that you either called something like app or server or you know whatever your heart desired in the moment and you do app.use in parentheses or with parentheses excuse me and then in and then pass in the router from the other file simple okay and now your app knows to use it uh if it's called so cool All right, let's talk about a route since we just covered making that. In Oak, like Koa, the request and response objects are inside the CTX or aka context object that you pass into the route. If you are coming over from something like Express, this is one difference you'll notice. Luckily, it's not a huge one, it's not a big one, uh, but honestly, I personally, for me personally, I do like this better. Uh, you may not, but this is just a fair warning, This, this, there is a difference. Um, then within the route, you do whatever you need to do. Send a response, check for auth, check for something, if something exists, etc. okay? Now, the next thing is whatever is next. <laughs> if you didn't uh, understand that lame joke, then you will soon. <laughs> okay. Uh, excuse me while I laugh at that terrible joke. <laughs> um, okay. So in uh, the Oak application, you are creating a stack, a stack of middleware that can be called To illustrate this, let's say that the user does a basic request for the homepage. Simple. We just explained how to set up a router and have dot use to call that particular route. Great. But let's say we also have, or we also want to send some static files like the style sheets and the let's throw in some client side JavaScript and some pictures to make the page a little bit more interesting, right? And also we want this to be used each time there's a request for any of the pages. Well, you can set up another middleware function to locate and send any of the files that the initial HTML file is related to, okay? So if the HTML file says, hey, um, also bring in this script, this 
uh, client-side JavaScript, then you know it knows to bring in that client-side JavaScript file as well. Okay, so we can create that static file middleware that sends things to the client, but we have a problem. Do you know what it is? All right, well, we've already sent something and it doesn't know to also use the next middleware function that has the HTML file that we want, right? Okay, well, simple solution here, luckily, in the static middleware, we call await next with parentheses, okay? And it also knows to go to the next middleware uh, function. Awesome, problem solved. So, okay, now there is a lot more to Oak and using middleware. However, if you understand this stuff, it will get you up and running and building stuff with Oak, okay? Now, I understand this was all done over audio if you are new to this stuff, so I definitely recommend you going and checking it out and, you know, maybe even looking up like a YouTube video or like a blog or something so it's visual for you to see these things, okay? If you're uh, more of a visual person, okay, uh, it definitely helps to grasp this concept of middleware. That concludes this episode of the Dino Developer Show. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this show, give it a follow and review of your podcast platform of choice. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. You can also subscribe to the RSS feed. Music is done by audionautics.com. My name is Zach, and I'll talk to you next time.